0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how long is it going to take you to lose weight? Not just saying five to 10 pounds, we're talking about a substantial amount of weight. Um, And the answer to that is it's going to take a lot longer than you probably think. Um, You want to elaborate a little bit on it or you want me to keep going? (laughs) The sidekick.
1: Hey, y'all, I'm here. Just so y'all know, I'm here. (laughs) No, I <laughs> hey, it, it. it's me. It's Eve. Yeah, we get this question a lot. Like how long is it going to take to lose X amount of weight and substantial, like we're talking like 30 pounds or more. And we get that question a lot because we've lost a lot of weight. And some of the like other questions we get is how long did it take us to lose the weight because people are in the like, they really are in the mindset of comparing. And that's normal, like that's human nature. People are comparing because we can see everything online now. We're seeing everybody's transformations, the good, the bad, the ugly, all the before photos, the after photos. I don't think we see enough during photos of like what it's like digging deep into the, the process, but it's really easy to become motivated on wanting to transform yourself, whether it's to put on muscle, lose fat, Or in like most cases, a lot of people, it's kind of both that they see other people get motivated and they want to start their journey, but they also don't know the reality of how long it might take or what it might've taken that person to get there. But like the real answer, you know, when someone is asking like, how long is it going to take to lose the weight? Usually the answers are. Um, as long as it takes, or a lot longer than you think. If if you're wanting to actually keep this weight off,
0: right, right. Uh, I think one of the key thing you said, you said once people see someone else and get motivated, uh, and just like this takes a long time. I mean, motivate. its gonna take more than motivation for you to lose weight. People always say, "I want to get motivated," "I'm motivated." This is when I'm ready to lose weight well that motivation is going to go before that weight loss happens so it's going to take more than that it's going to take dedication um to lose that weight
1: yeah absolutely and if like the transformation photo of someone else you seen you saw is like the thing that got you going baby you're going to you're going to need a lot more help than that cuz it gets ugly yeah. like it gets ugly at deficit time um, I actually read a caption that our head assistant coach, shout out to Heather, um, she's on our team and does a lot of coaching with for our one-on-one coaching clients and our monthly um, macro program clients. And she made a really good point about when she's like in a deficit and how she wants clients to see it. She wants it to be like a light switch where once they turn the switch on in the deficit, like you've got to be in and ready to go. So you've got to be consistent. You've also got to be ready to navigate feelings of wanting to give up, temptation, not maybe having like beers and margaritas and tacos with your friends, but to really like get this weight off in this time frame that you're hoping for. The deficit and the dedication that's going to need to happen that's way past all these feelings of, ooh, I saw the before and after picture of Eve, I'm motivated, like that's not going to be enough. And when you're in that deficit time, you will have to learn to just really dig in to be able to get these results. If not, the time it takes to really lose the weight is going to really be much longer. And in some cases, two, three, or four times as much.
0: For sure, for sure. Like you said, you don't need more of that motivation because at times you're going to work your ass off all week and then you're going to get on the scale at the end of the week. And if you're lucky, you might be down a half a pound. At that point, that motivation ain't going to work for you no more because that motivation is going to be gone because you don't want to give up because you've been killing it all week. And you could have swore you're probably down five pounds, but it don't work like that. It don't work like that, and that's why I take time because it's going to be full of ups, ups and downs. Um, and that six to eight weeks, or some of y'all talking about thirty days, like it's just it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. All those people that you're looking at that lost all that weight, or made those, um, had those total body transformations, it didn't happen in six to eight weeks. It didn't happen in thirty days. It was it, it was a process.
1: Definitely a process. Like what you were saying of like, you hope at the end of the week that you're down five pounds to really put it in perspective for people. um, Average loss is 0.5 to 0.7% of what your body weight is. So 0.5% of 150 pounds. That's what you're gonna lose for the week. of 240 pounds, that might be what you lose for the week. You might have a first week where you lose five pounds. Probably a lot of it is water because your calorie and or carbohydrate intake might have dropped. But for like most people, like average weight loss that's sustainable might be um, a half a pound to one pound per week. For people that are a little heavier, that might be a pound to a pound and a half. So if you take the math and do like a pound to a pound and a half times um, 12 weeks, you're definitely not going to be losing 30 to 40 pounds, even in just 12 weeks time. And the reason why I highlighted 12 weeks and Randall was like highlighting the challenges and like a six week group or whatever Those are the timeframes that a lot of people are offering coaching programs like ourselves. Um, But most people aren't going to get to that absolute desired result because it takes so much refinement of like building down and building up and building down and building up. It's really like two steps forward, maybe not a step backward, but like two steps forward, a half a step backward, two steps forward to kind of get to the ultimate look that you like. Because I guarantee you, if you do a 12-week program and it's your first one and you're a beginner, when you get to the end of 12 weeks, you're not going to be like, oh, this is the best body I've ever had. It's every single thing that I ever imagined. If it's the first time that you've been on a program, especially if it's the first time lifting. Um, I don't know. Do you remember the first 12 weeks that you did your program? Did you feel like after 12 weeks, you were like, oh, that's the hottest body I ever had.
0: <laughs> when? What are you, when? when I, well, like first 12 weeks of any case, cut. But when? Any cut? <laughs> my first cut. I mean, my first cut, definitely not. I mean, it took me, I think it took like, 18 months for me to even hit, get through my first phase. But um no, I mean, after 12 weeks, it was just like you just getting warmed up. Like,
1: mm, perfect. Like, you, you nailed really, it.
0: You're going to do a groove. So, um, like, yeah, it takes 12 weeks. It takes that time to get a base started. And for you to get, you may see a little bit of progress, but you're nowhere near where you want to go at that point. And if you are, I mean, then maybe you were just in it for a quick fix and to get, you know what I mean, five, 10 pounds off. But how long until that comes back?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think what you're saying and where I wanted like the information um, in this podcast to go are the things a lot of people aren't saying because it's not sexy to be like, oh, 18 months. No one wants to hear that. But how many of y'all out here have been trying for 18 months just to like be consistent with anything? Let's not even talk about like weight loss. Let's talk about like not gaining weight. Like it's hard. I know when people are like launching programs and are talking about their challenges and stuff, you know, they put all the like attractive stuff out there to get people in and that's good. Everybody's got to make business, you know, make money, all of that. But the reality is like, it takes a long time to get people to get in their groove. Even when we're coaching people, it takes a a few weeks for people to feel confident with tracking macros. If it's brand new, even like getting on a schedule the first three months with what your partner's eating, what your kids eat, what they're refusing to eat, like that's a whole navigation of just like what to buy at the store and what to cook, let alone like what your actual body is going to look like, but it really takes some time. Um, Some of the people that I look up to, they've been working on their transformations for like four years. Um, I started like the second half of my transformation eight years ago. And I can always, I mean, I can honestly tell y'all today, I still have work to do. I want to build more muscle. Like I want more visible muscle, but it just takes time. And a lot of people aren't necessarily willing to be patient, but also can't see that those little shortcuts that Randall was talking about don't get them there either.
0: For sure. you was talking about what's not sexy, what people don't want to hear. People don't want to hear reverse. People don't want to hear maintenance. People don't want to hear that it takes time, but that's the reality of it. And I mean, you can sell them anything and tell people, you know what I'm saying, give people false hope, but I mean, you know, you just need to keep it real with people and let them know like it's going to take some time.
1: Yeah. The good coaches will definitely be honest with you. Like, I feel like most people need a year to get a really good start on a transformation yeah. and it's cycling through four different phases. And those phases are, if it's okay for you to start a diet, you've been nourishing your body well is like your deficit, your cut, your fat loss, your weight loss phase, whatever, that's phase number one. Most people are in that two to four months. Um, Some people, you know, give or take a little bit of time when you're working with a coach, which I recommend, but your deficit might take two to four months, the reverse after, which doesn't sound sexy. It takes as long as it takes to get back up to maintenance, you know, getting through some of those mindset blocks and all of that. Um, but it could take a month, two months, three months to get up to maintenance. And then we recommend staying in maintenance at least four months before trying to cut again. But if you want to really have some muscle to show for when you cut again, you might want to do a bulk or surplus for two months. So if you take all those times that I've added up, that's like maybe three months, maybe two months to reverse diet. That's five. Four months in a maintenance. Five plus four is nine. A bulk or a surplus. Okay, yep. We're almost at a year. That's eleven months. And then cycling through that, like it should be: deficit, reverse, maintenance, bulk, deficit, reverse, maintenance, bulk. If you are trying to increase endurance, um, build more muscle. I know the ladies like to say get toned. It's all the same thing. Like you're, it's all the same thing. Um, we know some people out there are like I don't want to get bulky. If they are women. But, like, we're all lifting weights for the same goal. It doesn't matter what you call it. But, I mean, it takes a good year to get started on a good cycle of nutrition periodization.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if you're going to do it right. You know what I mean? If you're looking to cut fat, put on muscle, you know what I mean? If you're going to go in there and go resistance training, and actually, I mean, it's a different story if you're just trying to just, you know, look any kind of way. And just take it out. But if you're trying to look good, yeah, it's going to take time and you're going to have to be tedious and you're going to have to work
1: at it. Definitely. Definitely takes a lot of work. I think the things that are going to be factors that make it a little bit slower, no matter what type of plan you're doing, a calorie deficit, macros, and a deficit for fat loss. Um, also, uh, following a meal plan. Whatever it ends up being, but the, the major factors that are going to make it slower are going to be a lot of cardio, mm-hmm. not lifting to maintain your muscle. Low protein consumption is going to make it slower. All the research says that. If y'all want the research um, studies, just DM me. I will give them to you. Also, I you studies. Uh, what was, what'd you say?
0: I was just saying, I think, well, maybe not. You're probably right. I would think people are up on that now and they know and they know how important protein is but a lack of protein is definitely going to slow you down and of course a lot of cardio everybody wants to fall in love with cardio um and it might work for the first few weeks but i mean after a while you know what i mean that cardio is going to slow that slow down and you're not going to burn as many calories you're not going to burn as much fat and you're going to be looking like what happened (laughs) <laughs> so, typically, I'm going to just put a tip out there. Typically, when we're going to a cut, um, we save that cardio. We save yeah. that cardio for when you need it because in a cut, at some point, you're going to stall. And once you stall, you need something to lean on to push you through the stall. Yeah. But if you if you come in and you're just doing tons and tons of cardio from the jump, uh, what, what are you going to go to? You have mm-hmm. nothing to go to when you stall out.
1: And cardio doesn't build muscle, so it actually lowers your basal metabolic rate.
0: For sure. Yep. For sure. And I know a lot of y'all going to say, well, when I got my watch on and I'm on a treadmill, this is what I see burning and such and such and such. And I burn more calories on the treadmill than I do lifting weights. Yeah, but when you leave the gym, you're done burning calories when you get off the treadmill. Uh, When you're lifting weights, when you leave the gym, you keep on burning for hours and hours and hours while you're sitting there, um, while that muscle is actually uh,
1: working. That's that thing we love to call metabolic tissue. Burns more calories at rest, and then the muscle that you put on your body will burn more calories, period, day in and day out versus every pound of fat that you actually have. Another one that people don't like to hear is getting enough sleep when they're in their deficit phase two. Less than seven to eight hours of sleep per night. Those people actually lose less fat, lose less weight.
0: Yeah. Sleep's game changer.
1: hmm I don't go without it now. Randall will tell you. He'll yeah. come in and check on me at night. He knows if I'm in a certain position in the bed, I got 15 minutes and I'm out.
0: Yeah. He's yeah, called sure. the slumped
1: over position. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But sleep is so important, and the thing is, it at some point it became popular to not get sleep. Everybody want to be like, "Ah, oh, I don't need no sleep. This, that, and the other. I sleep when I die." Like it's it's that dumb as hell. It was like, and I used to be the same way, like because when I worked in the factory, like I didn't really get sleep. I only slept four to five hours of sleep. So it took me years to be able to start sleeping. And to actually let my body get the rest it needs to recoup and to actually benefit from the work I'm putting in, but when I wasn't getting any sleep, I wasn't seeing any gains.
1: Uh mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. And I would always tell you, "Your cortisol, you're this," and you was like, "Fuck that cortisol! I gotta go to work."
0: <laughs> I didn't have to go to work. Like it was-
1: <laughs> you did, you did. But your body composition changed so much from sleep and lifting and you weren't even adding cardio or anything. You slept yeah. more and you actually lifted less, but it was more intentional lifting, heavier, rested, sleep. You had rested deficits, you had rested muscle building phases like
0: Yeah. It's
1: not overrated, you guys. Like sleep is not overrated. And then the last one I would say would be like the low fiber intake. People don't want to hear that either, but fiber is your lifesaver. It is great to combat Diabetes, um, obesity, high blood pressure, cholesterol, gut health—like it's the next thing after uh, protein. Like as coaches, we're checking your protein and fiber all the time because those are the game changers to help you make better progress. If you're like, I'm checking all my boxes and I'm done, I've done everything. I'm sleeping. I am eating enough protein. I'm lifting weights. Check your fiber. Yeah.
0: Like a lot of people. After every day. You're full of shit. Come on. You should be. If you're eating every day, you should be going to the restroom every day. Yeah. If you're going to the restroom every day, it's a good chance that you're not getting enough fiber in, you're not getting enough veggies in. And of course, if you're trying to lose weight and you're not shitting, like, I mean, one plus one is two. So, you need to go to (laughs) the bathroom.
1: I mean, just think about it. If you eat four times a day and you haven't you haven't pooped in two days, that's like eight meals worth of shit that has not come out. There's yeah. probably a, a, besides the fact that that's weight, but like those are toxins that are in your body. Like your body is not going to function optimally. It's not going to want to be in a deficit. It's definitely not going to want to put on muscle.
0: Yeah, it's not normal. It's not normal not to go to the bathroom every day.
1: It's not normal for sure. And then the last thing I would love to say today, because I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. I know you mentioned like talking about maintenance isn't sexy. Reverse dieting isn't sexy, but most people do weight loss diets programs or whatever that aren't successful and they lose nothing when they stick to the plan because they haven't had enough time at maintenance and it's also the number one reason why people don't keep that weight off they're yo-yoing all the time your body doesn't know what's up or down your hormones are out of whack you have adaptations your leptin is crazy your thyroid isn't functioning like it should be and most of us instead of rushing the timeline of losing the weight faster we need to have those times at maintenance so that the shit actually works when we go to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and maintenance is hard. Like it's hard to maintain, you know, especially once you lose a substantial amount of weight. So it's important that you do that pre-work and that in-between work to be able to maintain it because it's hard enough to do it by itself. Um, not to mention if you are throwing all of your um if you're throwing all of your your metabolism, if you're throwing all of your uh, hormones off in the process, it's gonna be twice as hard, three, four times as hard to maintain. So you always have to keep that stuff up too.
1: Absolutely, cool. I wonder if we're gonna get any hate mail. We probably won't. It don't bother. It don't bother. <laughs> it takes as long as it takes, y'all, for it to last. Like it takes as long as it takes. Do it the right way, it'll last. And if you guys need help, you already know where to go. We got you. That's
0: (laughs) it for us this week. We appreciate y'all as always. See y'all next week. Make sure y'all, hold up, make sure y'all like, share, download, and subscribe. (laughs) Yes, we need the
1: love. Write a review.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we can do that too, huh?
1: Do it all. See you guys next week.
0: See y'all later. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get welcome.